I'm here with Levitt head football coach Mike Hathaway. Coach, uh, what a great win on uh, Saturday night. Yeah, it was. Uh, you know, our, our coaching staff did a nice job with the game plan. The kids did a nice job of, of executing it. And uh, it was a great atmosphere to, to play a high school football game for sure against a, a real worthy opponent. Yeah, and you know, it's probably an opponent. I mean, all kidding aside, you're probably going to see again at some point. I Hopefully. Would, I, I mean, we both got to get there. So, yeah, you know, sure. I mean, right now we're, we're working on Kate pretty hard. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think... Uh, you know, there's always that possibility that we're going to see those guys again, and and if we do, I'm sure it's going to be a tough game. The uh, I told you I watched it um, in Skowhegan, and uh, we we don't very often see Wells' offense just totally shut down, yep. or the fact that somebody can score them uh, 22 points. I mean, they've given up some points this year. I will say that, but their offense not being able to move is. Pretty, pretty interesting. Yeah, you know, uh, Coach Bonavi and, and uh, the rest of our defensive staff did a great job with the game plan. Um, you know, and as, as we were talking before off the air, we, uh, you know, we, we had to go a little ways into our depth chart uh, the other night with some injuries too. So, uh, you know, not only did they do a great job putting together the plan, but they did a great job coaching up uh, not just the, the first guys, but the second guys. Um, you know, we lost both our safeties in that game, which, you know, when you're rolling those guys up in the box, you're asking quite a bit of those guys in terms of, playing the run and covering the pass. And uh, Keegan Melanson and Mark Herman had to come in. Marky slid down from corner and, and played our free safety spot. And uh, this was the first week because of an injury that Keegan could play defense uh, in a few weeks. So he rolled down as the rover. And, and uh, those guys did a nice job in run support of, of kind of cleaning up some plays and, and just handling their responsibilities. And Matt Wallingford, when, when Mark you know, step down to free. Matt Wallingford comes in at corner and, and gets two interceptions. So, uh, you know, pr- pretty good pretty good day for some of those guys. Yeah, you know, a kid that, I mean, you don't know if you're going to play and then all of a sudden you're in and you make two great plays. That, that's yeah, so, really... you know, but really, you know, they, they asked after the game, did you do anything special? And, and we really didn't. It was more, you know, we, we had a few adjustments that we threw in there where we shaded or, or dropped into a 6-1 once in a while, but mostly it was just our base defense and guys reading the keys and, defeating blocks and, and tackling well. And, uh, you know, it, it, was, it was more that than any sort of scheme, really. Yeah, we all noticed the quarterback and the big end, uh, you know, Cam ran down the sideline with the ball. We all noticed all those things. I really thought that the guys up front on both sides of the ball really handled that game. They really did. Yeah, we thought really going in, and, and you know, we talked about it in our meeting after the game that, um, you know, two things were, were going to be real key. One was physicality. We, we were going to have to – you know, not just match theirs, but be more physical uh, than they were. And uh, tempo. Uh, we, we just felt like with, uh, you know, if we could play fast on offense and, and really amp up the tempo that, you know, by the time it got to late third, fourth quarter, uh, that would be a big-time advantage for us, knowing that we're going to play a lot of guys and, and knowing that we play with that tempo all the time. And that's a hard thing for teams to recreate and practice. Um, you know, and I, I thought we, we just did a good job uh, with that during the game. Yeah, I think I don't think there's any question. I one of the things that what game that I watched the other day, the offense had. Well, I know it was, it was the game uh, Colts and uh, Kansas City a week yep. ago. The Colts had so many more plays, and they ran the ball and ran. I mean, the the possession time was three to one. Yeah. Most times you're going to wear the other team down when you do that. Yeah, I mean that's the idea is that you know if we can get the call in quick and and uh, get our guys up to the line of scrimmage and. Um, you know, still be physical and, and you know, we're, we're uh, you know, we run the ball outside a lot with the sweeps and we throw the ball a lot. So guys got to pass rush and, you know, we, we also trap a lot. So your linemen are, you know, eating those those trap blocks and, you know, it just wears on teams over time. And, 
Uh, we just feel like that's an advantage going into the fourth for us. You know, we kind of talked about that off the air after our interview last week. You know, so many of the of the spread teams that are running the, the read, zone read, that's they're only zone blocking, yep. and they're not trapping, and they're not pulling the guards, and you've always done that. Yeah, it's been a big part. You know, uh, uh, Coach Bockler, our line coach, is, uh, you know, teaches that really well. Um, we, we've got, a, I think, a pretty good history here of uh, taking some guards who are probably built like fullbacks and, uh, you know, using those guys and, and letting them get out and run. But, you know, the nice thing about our line this year is all five of those guys pull. I mean, we pulled the center a lot uh, the other night against Wells uh, because they're in a 40 front, so he's uncovered. Um, and, you know, we, we've got some rules that we use up front there. But when you've got five guys that, that can pull, um, you know, plus some of the H-backs and tailbacks that we use blocking out of the backfield, it, you know, it really allows you to, to do some different things and, and be pretty creative with it. So, Yeah, I think, like you said, I, I even think uh, way back when you first started uh, with the shotgun, you really run a wing T from shotgun. I mean, you said that many yeah, times. Yeah, a lot of jet sweep, a lot of buck sweep, yeah. um, you know, a lot, of, a lot of quarterback trap. Uh, pulling the guards and trapping and, you know, uh, most of those zone read teams don't do that. Yeah, and I, I think the cool thing now is we've, you know, we've been able to package that with the read stuff and, uh, you know, we did a lot the other night where we're, you know, we're pulling the lineman one way, but reading and, and the ball's coming back the other way. Uh, so, you know, as a linebacker, I think lots of times when people prep for us, they're probably telling their linebackers, read your guards, they'll take you to the football. Um, and that's not so much the case anymore. They could be running one way and, you know, it might be sweep the other way or it might be quarterback the other way or, or whatever. And, uh, you know, if, if your quarterback can, can handle that, then it, it's, uh, it's awful tough on a defense. Uh, you've mentioned a couple of names. Uh, any particular kids uh, that that you thought stood out? I mean, I know you talked about kids that had to come in. Yeah, I mean, you know, we, uh, you know, obviously I think a lot of it starts with Cam Jordan, um, you know, who I think everybody saw and, and, and knows, but uh, he was truly dominant on both sides of the football. Um, he ran the ball, he caught the ball. Uh, defensively, he, you know, was, was just everywhere. Um, so, you know, that, that, that was a, a great game against a great team, uh, and, and he's a, a fantastic football player. Um, obviously, we got good play out of the quarterback, too. We threw for over 200 yards. Uh, you know, we hit the big touchdown coming out of halftime, which was a play that, you know, the, the kids actually at halftime were talking about that they wanted to run, um, that, that they thought we had, and we came out and ran it the second play, and we scored. Um, there was a time when we were struggling a little bit to run the football, and, and Wyatt was able to move us down the field, and, uh, you know, I thought our, our pass protection was great, and he was able to set his feet and get the ball out on time, and, and uh, when he had to extend the play, he did a great job. Uh, we lost both our tailbacks in that game early in the second quarter, so uh, Garrett J. Bush came in. Um, he blocked well on our sweeps. He ran for a touchdown late in the fourth to, to put us up 22-8. to eight. Um, So, you know, when, when you get down to tailback number three, uh, you know, sometimes that can, can look a little squirrely, but Garrett did a, you know, he's been prepping all year. And, uh, you know, it's a senior who hasn't gotten a lot of playing time necessarily, um, but he, he hasn't griped about it at all. He, he just works hard it. every week, sticks with it, and you know, he comes out in the biggest game of the year and scores a touchdown and has a great game. So, Well, not only does it sometimes for a team look squirrely, too many times those kids don't know what they're doing. And the fact that you've prepped him enough that, and he stuck with it enough that he knew what he was doing is is. Yeah, we talk a lot in practice about mental reps and, you know, when, when we're doing stuff and we're running plays and, and he's behind on offense and it's not his turn, he's actually talking with the other tailback. I can hear him all the time about, when, you know, when I call the play, he's like, yeah, we got to do this. And, uh, you know, some guys in practice, they take, when they're not in, they take the play off. They're getting the water, or, 
you know, they're yakking on the side, but he's definitely not that type of kid. Uh, you know, we, our guys do a pretty good job of, you know, watching film, you know, looking at the handouts, knowing what they're doing, paying attention when it's not their play in offense, and then when you need them on game night, it, it pays off. Um, coach, now, I mean, a huge win. I mean, there isn't anybody that wasn't paying attention. I mean, even I, I don't know how many scouts were here, but probably all of them. Yeah. And in in watching the game, they were ringed all the way around the field pretty deep. I mean, it's the kind of thing that kids play for and you coach for and whatever. So it's a big win. You want them to enjoy it and whatever. However, you got another game this week. Yeah. So what kind of things uh, do you focus on to make sure that you aren't either looking by this team or still celebrating from last week? Well, I mean, you know, one is our coaches get right back in the film room right after the game. So, uh, you know, we watch, uh, we watch the game immediately when it's over, uh, kind of take our notes and know what we need to coach up in our positions. Um, and then we start game planning for the next one. And then by Sunday, we've got all the film stuff emailed out uh, to all the kids on huddle. Uh, we let them know what we want them to watch. And then Monday when we came in, we're not watching the, the tape of the game. We, we're directly on the Cape. So, uh, you know, we installed the game plan early Monday morning, uh, watched a bunch of film on those guys. It was nice not having school. Had, had a little extra time to, to get a little more film time in. Uh, and the install's done. And, you know, we, we told our kids that win doesn't mean anything if you don't come out and beat Cape this week. Sure. Uh, because all the advantage that you may have gained uh, in the running for the home field, you're going to lose. So. Uh, this game really is just as important as that game, and, and a pretty worthy opponent this week too. Keeps four and two. Uh, um, you know they're a spread offense, and you know Matt Laughlin is a tremendous receiver, one of the best receivers in the state of Maine, uh, hands down. Uh, they've got some other good athletes over there as well. Um, you know, Gann Stewart, the quarterback, has has really played at a high level this year, and we see those guys in the summer. So. Um, you know, our, our kids know that those guys can play because, they, they, you know, they're at camp with them in the summer and uh, there's a lot of respect there and their coaches and new, new staff primarily, but uh, they've done a great job of putting some stuff together and, um, you know, we're, we're certainly not taking those guys lightly. Well, matter of fact, they had a one-point game with Wells. They lost 35-34, I think it was. Yeah, so I mean, they, they can put up they some points play. in yeah. a hurry and, you know, they're a no-huddle team as well, so it's going to be a... You know, it's going to be a pretty fast-paced game, I, I think. So, I, you know, it's, it's one that you look forward to. You know, somebody asked me, why don't more teams play Saturday night? Because I love the tradition here of that all-day uh, winter carnival. <laughs> winter carnival. <laughs> uh, homecoming. Homecoming. Yep. And, and, uh, and they culminated with that big game at night. Uh, it it's, creates a tremendous atmosphere. It puts a, puts a hurt on the coaches, though, because right. <laughs> if you're going to be ready for Monday right. – to do all those things. Normally you have Saturday scout and maybe Saturday for each of them to, to break down their film and whatever. It creates a whole different set of issues. It's a, it's a quicker turnaround. Um, you know, our, we, met, we meet every Sunday as, as coaches, so you know, we kind of do our film study Saturday night and Sunday morning, and then we meet in the afternoon on Sunday. So uh, you know, obviously we, we had to get a lot of film in Sunday morning, a lot of us, uh, so that we were prepped up for the meeting Sunday night. And, and for the kids physically, you know, it's a quick turnaround, too. Um, you know, we, we normally condition a little bit harder on Monday, uh, but where we played on Saturday, we'll, we'll kind of condition a little more on Tuesday and Wednesday this week. Um, you know, it, it impacts the lifting schedule a little bit. We'll probably go with one less lift this week because we played on Saturday instead of Friday. Uh, and normally Saturday is one of our lift days. So, um, you know, it changes a few things in, in that regards. Uh, but it's certainly, you know, doing it once a year and, 
uh, you know, playing that homecoming game. And, and I like scheduling a good opponent for that game, too, and pack this place in here. And, um, you know, there were a lot of coaches and kids from other schools uh, that were here, so it, it just makes for a nice atmosphere. But it is, it is a quick turnaround, and, you know, particularly this week with, with Cape, who gives you a lot of formations and, and a lot of tempo, and, and they're a 3-3 three, three stack team. So, uh, you know, that's a little different than what we've seen all year. So, uh, you know, there's a few things to work on, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll just have to do the best we can there. Now, I'm going to date myself by saying this, but when I coached uh, back along, especially at Skowhegan, it was 16-millimeter film. <laughs> and you, I, we had to take it to Dick McGee's house in Waterville. Right. Which, okay, that's uh, 20 minutes maybe. And that's not bad. The problem is you didn't get it back till Sunday morning. Right. If you played Saturday night, you're not, gonna get, you're not getting it back I mean, for a till, week. Yeah. You're not going to get it for a week. Yep. So playing Saturday night was out of the question. Yep. Uh, and the fact that uh, the further away from the interstate, some, some people took it the interstate uh, each interchanges, right. you know, like Gardner yep. or whatever. Gusset. All the parking rides and yeah, stuff. that's right. And when you were in Bangor, you, you had to do that's some moving hall. around to get some stuff to make sure it gets done. So those things, at least, are, your kids can have it. Yeah, it's a lot, a lot easier with the, with the huddle system. And, um, you know, I think our coaching fraternity is pretty good about, you know, helping each other out with films and, and things like that. And, uh, you know, the other thing, I just talking about differences, we watched um, – we watched the 2013 and 14 games uh, this year, which were the last three games that we played against Wells. We watched them last week. And just the difference in the, the quality of the video and the camera, like it felt like you were watching it on the old, you know, 16 millimeter. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, it's the narrow screen or whatever. Now we got these HD cameras and everything's, you know, awesome. So, uh, you know, times have changed just even recently with, with some of that stuff. Well, Coach, good luck against Cape. And, Sounds good. Uh, look forward to talking to you next week. All right, thanks. Take care.